Hello, and welcome to the Your Personal Journey with Food podcast, hosted by Tracy Cromwell, your certified integrative nutrition health coach, precision nutrition health coach, pro coach, National Academy of Sports Medicine personal trainer and weight loss expert and international best-selling author. I am a recovered pre-diabetic, recovered yo-yo dieter, and recovered body loather. On my podcast, I will be discussing all areas of life that impact your health. That's home environment, physical activity, health, joy, spirituality, relationships, finances, creativity, social life, career, education, and yes, home cooking. I will also be bringing you experts from each of these areas of your life to help you create the ideal, healthy, and supportive relationship, not only with your food, but with yourself and therefore with your life. I appreciate you being here. Now let's get started. We are live. This is great. It's Friday. <laughs> Friday, everybody. Um, this is Tracy. I'm your certified integrative nutrition health coach and recovered pre-diabetic, recovered body loather, recovered yo-yo dieter. And um, I'm doing these shows twice a week to bring um, experts on in all the areas that I believe um, are so important to a vital and healthy life. And um, as I mentioned, that involves finances, that involves career, education, spirituality, relationships, joy, creativity, physical fitness, what we eat, your home environment, all of those things in, are part of of that big picture. And I have a special guest today, Stephanie, Stephanie Harris. And um, Stephanie, I have known you since, what well, we were just talking about that, since 1982? It'd have to be something yeah. like that. 1982, yep. junior high school, Redmond Junior High. <laughs> and um, thanks to social media, um, we've reconnected. And then due to our life changes, we have both ended up in a in an industry that um, is based around health and well-being. So everybody, this is Stephanie. And Stephanie, um, she has over 25 years of executive experience. And uh, so she has been with a, a company that many of us may not know, but uh, a 12-year veteran. <laughs> and a former director at Amazon. So she has led large and diverse teams to innovate and build products to delight customers while cultivating a culture of personal growth and development. But Stephanie discovered the transformational power of mindfulness six years ago. It has been uh, integrated into her life and she's passionate about sharing it with others. Um, Stephanie is now a qualified mindfulness-based stress reduction instructor through the University of California, San Diego Center of Mindfulness uh, in the School of Medicine. And she is also a certified Hudson Institute executive coach. And for that reason, um, I really wanted her to be here with us because right now, and in many ways, every day in life, there's stressors there's things that happen to us. And so um, I thought, you know, Stephanie, it was time to get you on here. So welcome to the show. 
Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. So tell us, um, if you would, just a bit about your journey and the transformation from what where you were, you know, because I came from corporate as well to this industry and you did the same thing. Yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Um, uh, loved my career, loved what I, I had been doing for so long. But six years ago, um, I had a life-changing experience where my parents were in a car collision and my dad was killed. My mother was severely injured. And it, in the first time in my life, I felt you know overwhelmed to such a great extreme and really found solace in mindfulness. I went to a retreat actually with INSEAS, which is who I'm working with now. And it really helped me transform my life and my ability to cope with the grief and, and all sorts of things that mm -hmm. then came up in that time. And um, I've been pursuing that path. And, and I got to a point at Amazon where the stress and the the weight of the daily grind was wearing on me. And I really got to a point where I wanted to start doing something different and giving back to the world some of this goodness. And, um, you know, I got certified right before the pandemic. So in February, Mar beginning of March, and was off to the races to deliver um, mindfulness-based stress reduction classes to people starting in March um, online. Um, so it's been a great journey. I feel like it's uh, amazing how the universe just allowed for me to follow this path. And it's been, um, a, been a great journey. So, yeah. And it seems, um, you know, how life, and this is an analogy that many have probably heard, but it's like diamonds are created through compression, pushing and stressors to create a stone that is highly valuable. And it seems like, you know, for you, um, for me, my own stressors, those stressors are what compressed us and I think broke us to our lowest points to finally allow us to step forth, you know, uh, and transform into somebody that we probably would uh, maybe not even think 15 years ago we would be. I don't know, I might be putting words in your mouth, but. No. Yeah, if you would have asked me 15 years ago what I'd be doing, this would mm -hmm. probably not even have come up on the radar. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've been um, somewhat mindful my whole life or on this journey of trying to find ways to shut off my brain and just be instead of do because I'm a big doer. And so I've done yoga my for forever and changed yoga routines to try to mix it up so I could turn my brain off and, mm -hmm. and, you know, been deep, deeply um, interested in just trying to find the peace of uh, letting go of the doing. I'm such a doer. Um, mm -hmm. And really mindfulness helps us to be very present in the moment. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's work. It's like going to the gym, you have to practice it, right? But you yeah. can rewire your brain and change your response to, you know, to stress and, and shut down some of that stuff that takes us into autopilot and reactivity where we don't even know what we're doing and bringing, you know, kind of the prefrontal cortex back online so that we can think and and make a response and make a choice and uh it is it's freedom when you find that space like when you just take that deep breath and you're like okay what am i gonna do rather than 
just mm-hmm. off to the races react. So, and I, uh, it's such a great point because I had spent most of my life reactionary and, and in uh, intolerant of change, very intolerant to where if something happened that changed what I thought things were supposed to be or what I was supposed, what it's supposed to look like or where my career was to go, was to go. Anything that threw me off of that, I would be so stressed and distressed. And because um, I wanted to operate on just a subconscious that wheel and then you look up not where you wanted to be because you weren't present and you know and and I think we do that too in just everyday life we're thinking about something else the next thing you know you're putting um I'm putting the cat foods in my I don't know if (laughs) I'm not thinking clearly and and I'm doing the cat food at the same time as making a smoothie and I actually put the canned cat food into my Vitamix <laughs> but I wasn't present. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't. I was just like like this. Yeah. So um, now, what um, what are your thoughts? You know, we're in the holidays. We're going into a new year. We we're coming out of an insane year. We never thought we any of us would experience. You know, what are your thoughts to you know as we go into January? We've got a month to go. You know, what are some things that we could do um, to center ourselves and and have some hope, um, you know, for for what what's coming? You know, what do you think? Well, I think some of the the, the best things we can do for ourselves is, you know, unplug from from our our media. Um, we've all been living a Zoom life for the last mm-hmm. year or, or online. And so disconnecting is a great way to just be very present with what's happening. So turning off your phones and taking some time and then getting outdoors and going for a walk is one of the best ways to really reset your system. Mm-hmm. In fact, they say that if you really want to complete a stress cycle, which we go into often throughout the day, whether we know it or not, is to actually engage in some physical activity outdoors is great. And just, again, not even with music playing in your ears, like just being in nature, walking quietly, being with your family and friends. Mm -hmm. Obviously we're in a different world. So, you know, usually with a mask on and all of that thing, all of that stuff, but just getting outdoors and enjoying Mm -hmm. the peacefulness of that and how that can just reshift and re um, refocus. The other thing is, is obviously human touch. So the people that you are engaging in with your pod, um, a hug, they say 20 second hug can just totally reset the, the nervous system mm-hmm. to allow for that peace and calm to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel that if you hug someone, hold them until they actually start relaxing. You can feel them relax. Mm-hmm. Um, laughter, laughing is a great thing. So playing some fun games and laughing again, unplugging from the the autopilot stuff that we do mm-hmm. and then of course enjoying delicious food we all have such i think so many memories tied to food at this time of year so really taking the time to savor that you know mm-hmm. eat your favorite thing um chewing it and and savoring it maybe using all five senses feeling it and smelling it and we do this in mindfulness you know mm-hmm. this 
to it and just taking all five senses to really be present with what you're doing and really mindfully listening to other people when you're in conversation. So dropping expectations from what you want the conversation to be and just really hearing what someone's saying to you. All of these things just, I think if you can find a little, you know, there's a famous quote about finding the pause and how that sets us free. And so just finding those little moments of pause that can bring you some peace. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. And, and um, what, what I love about it, I was writing all of those points down when you were talking was, um, you know, going into this new year, but also just our everyday life, remembering to do that. I remember, and you know, um, I remember on my childhood that Sundays, everything was closed, you know, it was, and it was like this lull and this peacefulness and, and the main holidays, everything was shut down and, and, and it just had that, you know, that breath of pause. And, and I think about now, um, kids and, and the children now, they don't know that feeling. They don't know no. what it's like to step away. Um, and there's a lot of fear of missing out. And then this, the brain gets really amped up because there was no, no pause. And, and um, I agree with you. All of what you said um, is very much, much the same. Um, of what uh, it's scientifically proven. I mean, it's scientifically proven to help the brain, help your your cardiovascular system, help your hormones. Um, one thing that's really helped me, you know, I try and look at the uh, what's the been the benefit of this last year, you know, <laughs> and uh, yep. I I was one who um, I was in the gym. I'd go from home, you know, my studio and then to work out on the bigger equipment to the gym. And I hardly got out, you know, and yeah. I was very much bump, 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 like this, like this machine that, that would just, I, I couldn't quite um, let go. And um, I did start finally not using headset, a headset at, at the gym. And that helped me become more present. Um, with my body and all that. And the one thing that's helped me is I get out every single day now, you know, yep. I get outside and I, and like you said, I don't use the headset. I just listen, listen to my breathing, um, you know, and I'm fully present with, with me. And, and it's, it resets me every single day. So yeah. Um, yeah, connecting with your body, right? Our bodies actually know more that's going on with us than sometimes our brain. And so being in, in tune to what's going on in the body, um, mm -hmm. noticing good things and bad things or mm -hmm. neutral or whatever's going on, but just mm -hmm. listening to body sensations and then maybe using your breath to see if you can soften or release or noticing if your jaws clench like i'm a chronic jaw clencher i remember going to the dentist and they're like i think you need a mouth guard during the day because mm -hmm. are you clenching your teeth during the day and i go i don't think so but obviously i was mm -hmm. right and so yeah. just 
becoming aware of your body and what's going on and where you're, you may feel like, Oh, I'm in it. I'm in a good space, but if my jaw is clenched, then maybe I'm not so, you know, decent, right? So relaxing and becoming aware of what's happening with your body at normal times so that you can take a breath, relax some of those things and just soften. And then also another great thing is when you do experience stress is naming what you're feeling and actually verbally saying it. So they have this whole saying of name it to tame it, right? Uh So uh saying I'm angry or this is hard or I'm really struggling there's an automatic release as soon as you put that out and it's out of you. You're not just holding on to it. Like all this anger's in you just saying, I'm mm-hmm. angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and releases it out of you. Right. Yeah. I love that. You know, because I think too, as society in society, we <sighs> emotions are sometimes deemed uh, weak. Yes. And so we don't want to acknowledge those emotions because it's perceived weak. We shouldn't have a, you know, we shouldn't get angry. We shouldn't get sad. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't. And so we try and and stuff it, you know, we stuff it down and you can literally feel it. At least I can. I know what I'm stuffing, (laughs) but my whole chest, my heart, my, my lungs, my diaphragm, everything will physically hurt. And, and until I, I can, I love that what you said. Just release it out. There's a there's there's an equation that we actually talk about is there's pain. Pain is the stress that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Pain times resistance equals suffering. So how mm-hmm. much you resist this pain is how much you're gonna suffer. So if you can release the resistance, so if you resist something a hundred percent. One times a hundred is now a hundred. You are now a hundred times. You took that initial pain and just exponentially made it worse mm-hmm. because you resisted it. You shoved it down. You didn't, you didn't acknowledge it. You, you know, if you, if you were dealing with a good friend who just had a really painful experience, you would encourage them to, to talk to you, release it. You would make them feel better about it. But to ourselves, we go, nope, can't get mad. Can't, you know, stuff it down, resist it get angry, keep it all inside, keep our cool. And guess what? It makes our suffering exponentially worse, right? So being kind to ourselves, that whole idea of self-compassion of, wow, this is really hard. I'm having a really hard time. Just saying that. Release it. Well, and, and bringing that up, when I think about we're going into Christmas next week, and then we have it from today. Christmas day. Yes. And then we have new year and, mm-hmm. and it's okay for us to say, you know what? I, I'm out. Of, I'm out of sorts, you know, mm-hmm. or, or maybe I've lost my job and I'm, I'm hurt. I'm upset. You know, I'm, you know, some people, their lives have totally, totally been torn upside down. And, and um, I think about that, what you just said, when it's all happened to me in 08 with a housing crisis, I fought it. I fought it. And a lot of that, that's that ego. The ego doesn't yeah. want to, the ego is a very much, um, very sensitive, but the ego doesn't want to acknowledge it. And, and I, I stuffed it and I stuffed it and I stuffed it and um, created so much 
so much grief and hardship on myself. And um, yeah, I, I would love to reiterate to everybody that you brought up a great point. Naming it, you are not weak for having emotions. You're not weak because you are having a challenge right now. <laughs> I mean, but once we can acknowledge it and we talk about it, we can then release that. And then all of a sudden the mind is free to say, okay, what are our next steps? How can I take care of myself? How can I, you know, find some resolution? But start healing, start healing, right? And yeah, yeah. we are imperfect human beings and mm-hmm. we're imperfect and, and it's okay. Everyone feels what we're, we are all feeling. I think mm-hmm. we've all had every emotion under the sun this year we do every year this one's been extremely difficult um and um it's okay to tell people i am having a hard time right yeah Yeah. and we may realize the person who's smiling and who's just up and up and up the smile helps them you know through a tough time but um I know for me, because I always stuffed it, I always stuffed my challenges and things that made my life very hard. You know, it made it, you know, for things that happened in my life, just made it difficult because I was afraid to, to say I was having challenges. And then so what was better was the donut or, you know, whatever else I could think of to, to try and ease that. And, and one thing we, we can talk about too, is like how we can use food. We can use food or other substances to try and make the stuffing go away. <laughs> you know, I don't yep. know another way to say it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's, you, you put in, you, you come up, you know, stress, it, it goes, it goes somewhere. And so how mm-hmm. you choose to yeah. um, deal with it um, can you deal with it in healthy ways? You know, the, the donut that you bring up just spins you in a more stressful mm-hmm. cycle because then the guilt of, oh, I didn't eat something healthy comes into play, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. and again, we're imperfect and it's okay to eat a donut on occasion, right? It's okay mm-hmm. to have, but n- recognizing that this isn't really f- feeding me what I need. It mm-hmm. is it is a, a short-term dopamine hit of something just like mm-hmm. scrolling through Facebook when you're stressed mm-hmm. is a dopamine hit of whatever or working harder or just being so caught up in work. Yeah. That was my thing. When I got super stressed and I, I was stuffing. I just worked. Okay. I just need to do more. If I just do more and deliver more and, and, and just, and nobody can get mad at me because I'm working really hard. Right. But that was my maladaptive coping behavior. I just did, did just Stephanie, just do, do, do more. Right. To the point where there was nothing authentic about me anymore because I was just so busy doing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And so I, I guess, you know, it's that, you know, you had said, um, you know, disconnecting. Um, how about if we, we as human beings be okay, you know, being present with who we are, finding that we are actually worthy as we are now to take care of ourselves. Um, 
Maybe we realize we've all, we all have a story. We all have made mistakes, but we can learn, you know? Um, but yeah, um, you know, the, what I, I think I look at your list and I see the simplicity of it, which is yes. what I love. And, and great things come from simplicity, I believe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we, we have it within ourselves mm -hmm. to, um, you know, we can't control mm -hmm. other people. We can't control many of the situations in our life, but we can control how we care for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if we care for ourselves and show kindness to others, mm -hmm. we're doing huge things both for ourselves and for others, right? Mm -hmm. Giving someone a smile when you're out on that walk, taking mm -hmm. care of yourself. Um, behind the mask, wearing a mask for other people is a, mm -hmm. a, a show of kindness. And just being um, aware of what you need. And, and, you know, it's kind of that whole story of put your own oxygen mask on first. So taking care of you will allow you to offer more to others. And then knowing that there's this common humanity where everyone has a story, like you said, and has mm -hmm. suffering and how can you just show kindness to others and, and know that um, it there, you know, you don't know what someone's going through. So um, exactly. offering that kindness, no matter what. Right. So yeah. when I was um, the matter uh, in construction, I was um, a president of the master builders care foundation and we built transitional housing. We, we linked transitional, we linked care providers with, construction companies to help build these beautiful, beautiful, um, you know, apartment complexes and stuff for, for women, mostly women. And then we had also men transitioning of homelessness and, you know, and um, I would sit at the fundraisers for that. And I would see some of the um, people that were going to speak and um, then they get out and you, you'd make an assumption of who they were and you didn't know really the story of the guest speaker. You know, and um, you hear their stories of what they came through and how they they got out of homelessness, how they um, were able to get a job. Um, they all had different reasons for being homeless, but you could sit in that room of people and make an assumption about everybody. And um, and I think what's beautiful is if we can release that and and release judgment on others, release judgment on ourselves, especially ourselves. I think once we do that, we learn how to release it towards others because we all have a story, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And really that's the basis of mindfulness is just mm -hmm. being very present in a non-judgmental way with yeah. what's here and then understanding the impermanence, mm -hmm. right? Of, yeah. of the good and the, the pleasant and the unpleasant and the neutral that this too shall may pass. This too shall pass mm -hmm. is so true. So you may be feeling, you know, overwhelming sense of joy in one moment and the next moment, you know, not so much. And, mm -hmm. and um, how do you ride those waves with grace and mm -hmm. um, the ability to not attach those things? They're not you. They're not you. You are, you, these are things that are happening, right? So not getting so 
um, caught up in those emotions, just like a cloud passing through the sky that this too shall pass, right? We we see dark clouds come and we see light clouds come. I Right now I have beautiful light clouds with some sun shining through and, you know, it <laughs> is, our life is much like the ocean yeah. and clouds and, um, and mindfulness really just helps you ride those waves without becoming attached and ruminating and grasping and striving and wishing for something to be different when it's not, it is, it is what it is. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. letting it be. Yep. Yeah. What is the, um, the concept of being water, you know, mm-hmm. it is water is very powerful, but also you notice it's very fluid and it moves and it changes. And so, Yeah. Was it? I think Bruce Lee says something like, "Be water." <laughs> One of my favorite quotes: is, "Be water." You know. So, wow, I could talk to you forever. So, <laughs> it's almost it's almost one, but I want to talk. Uh, you have um, there's a way to get a hold of of Stephanie, and you also have a um, a course starting in January coming up. Correct. So, yeah. tell us about that. So I'm a team member at NCS Mindfulness and NCS um, is a, a made up word that incorporates just like looking inward and seeing inside and learning more about yourself. And uh, it's we offer corporate and individual programs um, and coaching. I am teaching a mindfulness based stress reduction class. Um, starting in January. And I would love for anyone that's interested, if they're interested in really taking a deep journey into what mindfulness is, um, changing perspective and how to deal with stress. We also discuss um, how to deal with difficult conversations and, and building skillful listening and just it's a wonderful program. Um, it, it is scientifically based by John Kabat-Zinn out of the UMass School of Medicine. And it was actually started in meta- medicine to help relieve chronic pain and um, depression, where medication and regular Western science was not working. And they brought in this, developed this secular program based in becoming aware of your body and being very present in the in the present moment. So it, there is meditation there, but it is for anyone. And it is, um, it really can transform your relationship and help you rewire the brain from being reactive into response. Our brain can change, which yeah. is amazing. And it's scientifically proven. And it's a great yeah. class. So would love to have some people try it out. So yeah, I, I put your um, website into into this chat. But for some reason, I'm still learning about this stream yard. It's only gone to a couple of my same. So everyone will make sure we go back and make sure we get it into all the comments um, here shortly. We'll have to do a little trace back. But um, absolutely. And, and I think if, if we can give any leave any hope um, to anyone here watching what Stephanie just said is that the brain can rewire, you know, it can, it, it, it will reroute, it will, it has that ability. So the, the idea that it can't, and it's just a, a solid, that's what it is. It's not true. Um, and also your body is made to always renew. 
those cells are always wanting to renew. So in terms of your health, if you're worried about chronic lifestyle, you know, um, illness, stress, you can make changes. And if the picture seems too big, you can just pick one step, you know, because sometimes it, it can seem too daunting. And so, you know, mindfulness is a wonderful place to start because once you know where you are, and that's how in, in my book, you know, we talk about once you know where you are and, and you think about what Stephanie said today, once you know where you are and you take that introspective look and you really figure that out, then you can make changes that will actually create the outcome you are looking for versus being reactionary and, yeah. and running the treadmill. And that's where I was for so many years. That's why I yo-yo yeah. dieted. That's why I got pre-diabetic. Bringing intentionality to what you're yeah. doing, right? And making choices rather than yeah. just respond or reacting. Yeah. 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 So, so um, again, bringing, bringing that hope that, you know, I, I was going to hang it up at 39, 40 years old because that's what happens. You lose everything at that age. And I'm healthier than I've ever been at 54. And um, my brain is calmer than it's ever been. And, um, and so, you know, if you're struggling and you really believe that um, you want to make a change, I really recommend going to the website. You know, uh, I've known Stephanie for so long. I, <laughs> and, uh, you know, take her course and, and really get started, you know. Thank and, you, Tracy. Uh, yeah. And, and right now, I, I, one thing I love to say is, you know, you are worthy right now and type it in the chat or you type it somewhere or you write it physically. Say, I'm worthy right now to take care of myself. You know, just pick something and, 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 uh, you know, get started. Yeah. 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 I think that's one thing I've heard from people this year too, is that, um, there has been a little bit more space because you're not commuting and driving to work and all of these things. It's one of the benefits is that maybe you can fit in some of this um, mm -hmm. stuff that normally you wouldn't be able to do because of your commute time or whatever, mm -hmm. but yeah. carving out some real time to take care of you and explore, <laughs> explore um, how you can take charge and, and start thriving and find more happiness and joy. And um, there is a ton of hope in this world. And, mm -hmm. and, um, and it starts with just the little things, right? Yeah. So simple. Yeah. 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 Actually, the simple things make great things. Yes, <laughs> so. exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hang up. I've been loving this <laughs> talk. And, um, but uh um, thanks for coming on my dear friend and thank um, you. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to go ahead and end the, end the live feed and, um, yes. And so, okay. Hug to everybody. Bye, everybody. Happy Bye. holidays. Big hugs. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
And be sure to create a supportive team of licensed and certified care practitioners, health coaches, and trainers that can help you make the lifestyle changes you desire.